You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, all of us have suffered injustices in life. We are people who have misjudged our actions and they slander us. And very often, when we are slandered and our reputation is at stake, we always feel the need to defend ourselves and to explain ourselves. Our human dignity and our pride will not allow us to suffer innocently or silently. We need to justify our position and make clear for everyone exactly where we stand. And this is understandable. But my dear brothers and sisters, very often when we try to bring about clarification through dialogue, it is always a great challenge. Very few people are capable of dialogue. Even though all of us, we know that dialogue is the only way to move forward. That dialogue is the only way to bring about reconciliation, mutual understanding, and peace. But the problem is, many of us, because we are insecure, we tend to be prejudiced against people. And in today's world, most of us, we are relativist, or at least we think that we have the right answer and the others do not have. We want to impose our views, our judgment on people, on situations, on others. And we always think that we are right. Even if others were to dialogue with us, our minds are often closed. That is why very often in a dialogue, instead of reconciliation, there is a greater animosity created. Because in the dialogue, everyone feels the need to prove himself, to justify himself. We do not allow ourselves to lose a debate. We must have the last word. We must win at all costs. Our focus is not to listen to the other party, but to defend our position. My dear brothers and sisters, that was the situation of David. David wanted to explain to Saul, whom, who was accusing him, of committing treason, of wanting to take over his throne. But David continued to profess his loyalty and fidelity to Saul. He tried to show to Saul all the evidence. Even Jonathan, his son, spoke up for him. And in all his actions, David showed himself to be a loyal servant of Saul. 
He risked his life to fight the Philistines. He gave up himself. Instead of retaliating against Saul, he fled. So as not to create bloodshed. David was really a man who was magnanimous. Always having faith in God and his anointed one. He tried to believe that Saul was misled into thinking that he was against him. He tried to show proof twice he had the occasion to kill Saul, but he did not. Yet in spite of all this, Saul still refused to believe and to accept him. My dear brothers and sisters, this was the same situation of Jesus in today's gospel. The gospel today is extremely short, but it has a lot of deep meaning and implications because we are told the relatives thought that he was out of his mind. In the earlier chapters of Mark, which we have read in the last few days, of the controversies that Jesus had with the scribes and the Pharisees with regards to the question of fasting, the question of the Sabbath law. And Jesus wanted to reinterpret the laws so that the laws will be really relevant for their lives instead of obeying them blindly and stifle their growth and their freedom. But of course, the Pharisees and the scribes felt threatened by our Lord. They accused him of um, having a lick with Beelzebul, the chief of demons, Satan. And so Jesus tried to show that in his exorcism and miracles, it could not be the case because the house divided against itself would fall. But they were not ready to listen. They were out to destroy Jesus. And in view of this, that was the reason why perhaps the relatives soon came to hear that Jesus was mad. He was crazy. And my dear brothers and sisters, when we are misunderstood, and when we are wrongly accused, of course, great sadness. We can be very sure David was very sad, disheartened, that in spite of all that he did for Saul, Saul was persecuting him. He felt hunted like a dead dog, like a flea. And Saul mastered 3,000 best soldiers just to kill David. And so, certainly the case of Jesus, not only he was accused of being mad, because in those days, if you have a son or daughter who was considered mad, of course the family would be put to shame. And that is why Perhaps the family members went out to bring Jesus back home because he was an embarrassment to the family. 
And Jesus must have felt terribly disheartened and sad. Like David, you know, when your loved ones and the people that you love, that you care most, go against you, think ill of you, and when you have done good for them, how do you feel? Of course, you feel that you have been betrayed, that you have not been understood. And it was such an experience that they had to go through. And yet, it is so beautiful. David and Jesus, they did not retaliate against those who have misunderstood them. They accepted it humbly, of course, with deep sorrow, but never retaliate. In fact, in today's first reading, it is so moving that eventually, of course, God vindicated David. David did not take revenge, but God allowed the sins of Saul to cause him to suffer, and he and his sons were eventually killed by the Philistines. My dear brothers and sisters, when David heard that Saul was killed, did he rejoice? Was he happy that his enemy has been eliminated? No. We are told David took hold of his garments and tore them. And they mourned and wept and fasted until the evening for Saul and his son Jonathan because they fell by the sword. Even with all that Saul did against him, David felt tremendous sadness. He lamented over Saul and his son Jonathan. In fact, he even composed a beautiful poem to honor Saul, saying, Alas, the glory of Israel has been slain on your heart, on your eyes. How did the heroes fall? Saul and Jonathan laughed and lovely, swifter than eagles were they, stronger were they than lions. David was all praised for Saul, in spite of the fact that he was evil towards him. And not only Saul, of course, the most heartbreaking part for David was to hear his good friend, Jonathan, killed as well. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, that was how David reacted. And how did Jesus react? We know that in the gospel, Jesus also did not rejoice when his enemies suffered. In fact, on the way to the Passion, when the women were crying for him, he said, weep for yourself and your children. When Judas betrayed him, he still offered a morsel of bread to try to win him back. And Jesus has taught us in the gospel, even the lost ship must be found. And that is why it's very important, my dear brothers and sisters, that we must imitate the beautiful example of Jesus and David. With regards to people who hurt us, 
who have misjudged us, who have slandered us, who have destroyed sometimes even our reputation. Instead of taking revenge, then we must be like Jesus on the cross, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Indeed, my dear brothers and sisters, it is through innocent suffering to our faith in God that ultimately God will vindicate us. And we want to pray even for those who have sinned against us and those who have fallen, that God will grant them the final moment, the grace of conversion, so that they too may have eternal life. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.